This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the One Thing Podcast. I'm Jeff Woods. I am here again with Jay Papazan, the co-author of the book, my partner, my friend. And, uh, you know, last week I introduced you to Allison, who's a woman that I reached out to because I'm struggling. I'm struggling to strike that counterbalance between thriving in both my professional career while also I've got, I moved a wife across country to be here. I've got two young kids and thriving both professionally and personally is really hard. And so I reached out to her because that happens to be an area of her expertise. If you missed that, go back and check it out. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Today, I'm going to talk to you about values. Um, over the last year of us working together, we've learned a lot. We've had a lot of successes. We've had some real failures. And there's a particular hard lesson that we had to learn. And it, the best way I can describe it is a quote that I heard. I, I wish I could remember who said this. I can't. Uh, but it's that your values aren't really your values unless they cost you something. Mm-hmm. I'll say that again. Your values aren't your values unless they cost you something. When I first came in, I remember, I can't remember if it was you or if it was Gary who said to me, look, we invested five years researching and writing this book Mm -hmm. so that the bar for quality would be here. Right. Your job is to raise the bar, not to come in under it. Yep. And this is, this is a timeless book. I mean, I consider this to be a top 10 business book of all time. And my job is to exceed the quality bar. Okay, challenge accepted, but you know that's a, that's a daunting task. But very quickly, like we talked about two episodes ago when we talked about the 90-day test, I was being evaluated on three very specific things. Casting a vision. Mm-hmm. Can I cast a vision for the company? Can I lead with revenue? And three, can I recruit amazing talent? Well, I focus all of 2015 or 2016, I guess, on driving revenue. What I didn't realize is that I was playing a short-term game. And I was chasing short-term dollars over building long-term trust Mm -hmm. and brand with you, the people who are watching and listening to this. When was this apparent for you? Well, you make it sound like it was all year. I feel like it was all year. No. Well, it showed up at different times, right? And so to, to give context to this, you know, we talk about in the book how underlying everything is purpose. Right, the best businesses have a mission. They have a clear purpose, and that really gives them a compass and clarity around everything. And when I hear Gary talking about quality, it's such a subjective thing, right? But are we out there to help people first, and then get rewarded for it, or are we out there to get rewarded 
and then hope that we've delivered enough value. Like you can flip that pretty quickly in your mind, depending on, you know, what your monthly revenue looks like. And if you've got bills to pay, now you can start chasing the dollars. So the first time I remember it happening is when we launched the course, we said we were only going to open it up to 100 people. (laughs) And um, (laughs) the very first version of the course, because it involved a lot more of the author's time, was um, almost $1,000 for a 10-week course. It's like $100 a week, right, basically. Part of the value proposition that we promised was that it would also open up a group that would be limited to that original 100 people. Well, we turned the switch on, and in less than 24 hours, we had over 100 sales, right? I mean, I don't remember the exact timeline. I mean, we, we had, sold like 200 and something like that. We had that. 632 people apply, and we had 205 people put their credit card down for $1,000. Over 200K in sales overnight. And we made the promise that we are limiting this to 100 people. Yeah. Well, like, Her business is trying to get to the black. Oh. Well, you're looking at it, you know, like um, my goal is to hit 100,000, yeah. right? That was the original measure for whether or not he got to keep his job. And because we felt like that would just be the base we would need to launch the company, right? And um, like the vendors, everybody involved was like, great, let's take 200. And that was one of those things where we had to step back and not accept another $100,000 plus and say no to them in the most best way we could. And so our value there was we made a promise we're going to keep it. And so it showed up a few other times, but like after we got through the initial, like we had our first launch, we used that information to build the final product. There was this period of time, you know, towards the third quarter where I felt like the revenue, the need to hit the revenue goals was getting you to push product through for the wrong reasons. And so, I mean, you got it too. Like, I mean, you actually got approval for a product that you later went back and plucked because your standard, like you didn't meet it. So I I can think of time and time and time where if you have a value, that was one of ours, quality, right? It's got to really deliver or we don't want to have our names associated with it. Um, And how well we get rewarded for that activity of building or writing a great book or building a great course um, is really then about marketing what we did. Mm -hmm. That's two separate things. You got to build it first. When we were chatting about this, having this conversation I thought about a conversation I had with Roy Spence. And Roy Spence is um, a local entrepreneur who founded GSDM Advertising. And they their big signature client very early on was Southwest Airlines. Mm. And he's all about purpose and um, mission-driven companies. And I didn't know this, but I knew it. The mission of Southwest Airlines was freedom, hmm. right? Your bags fly for free. Right, you are now free to move about the country. Like his moment, he said that I was like, "Oh, I got chill bumps." I was like, "Okay, of course." And they tried to imbue that message throughout all of their ad campaigns. This has a point, right? It has to cost you something. I love this story because it's got a happy ending. He was sitting at the boardroom with Herb Kellerer, the founder, CEO, and the accountant and CFO come in and say, "We have a way for you to add three hundred and fifty million dollars to the bottom line, just like that." It's just flipping a switch. I said, well, what is it? He's like, start charging for the bags. Everyone else does it. All you have to do is start charging for it, and it's $350 million to the bottom line. They thought about it. I mean, that's a lot of money to stare in the face. Yeah. And they said, no, um, we're in the freedom business, and what people are paying for one suitcase would be the cost of a ticket to Disney World for their kid, and we're not going to force them to make that choice. 
And I was like, wow, okay. So the happy ending, like they stepped away from, we stepped away from a six figure, that's eight or nine figures, I can't even count it up. A year later, they did the Bags Fly for Free campaign. Mm -hmm. And a year later, the CFO came back and said, we were wrong because you chose to stick to your values. Um, They'd actually generated more than a billion dollars in new revenue. So I try to focus on stories like that. That's not just what you lose in the beginning. It's what you gain for sticking with your values. And I think that's, that's just huge. It's a great business lesson. It's a great life lesson. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the thing most recently, like this just keeps showing up time and time again. You know, right off the bat, we decide to honor our commitment and stick to the 100. We walk away from roughly $105,000. But throughout the year last year, my big focus was on just constantly emailing our list to try to get them to enroll in Time Blocking Mastery. It's our, it's our flagship course. It's phenomenal. It's, it's done an amazing job. But what I didn't realize was that the one thing I did when I started The Mentee is I constantly tried to come from value. The reason you and I even interacted first is because I tried to come from value. Several times through our interactions, I tried to How come from I value. How can I help you? What can I do for you? All yeah. the time. And that's why I'm sitting here. And that was the one thing I never did when I was here. As a result, all of a sudden, I, you know, people on our list who clearly you and Gary did an amazing job with the book because there's such deep trust with the brand that they would even email me and say, I want to give you honest feedback. I save emails from the one thing. I go out of my way to find time to read these emails. And now I feel like some of these are going to go in the trash Yeah, because all I feel like has happened is you guys are just trying to sell us something. And it was just such a huge aha for me because our vision for our company has changed so much. It is such a bigger vision now that I don't care if you give us a thousand dollars today because having trust with you over the long run for what we plan on building mm-hmm is worth infinitely more. And the impact that we can deliver is infinitely greater. The challenge is you suddenly step back to today and say, all right, well, how do we succeed as a business today? And the big aha for me was that so many people out there, I feel like, are chasing short-term dollars. They're doing what everybody else is doing because it's been proven to work. Mm -hmm. But they're not stepping back and looking at the bigger picture. Well, that's, I mean, we also preach best practices. So I don't want to... make you sound, I mean, you're throwing yourself under the bus. You're being almost too accountable. You are using, there's not a lot of people doing it. The ones that are doing it have developed a game plan for succeeding at it because you can lose a lot of money in this business. And um, you were following the game plan. And I just remember looking up and it was actually on a, um, a webinar where you had, what, 3,500, you know, interactions and like two of them were negative. And I was unhappy and um, it's not because I'm a perfectionist. It's because I agreed with the two people. I didn't like the tenor of it. I didn't like um, the way it was twisted at the end. And I was just like, you know what? Um, I spent a lot of time interacting with someone who was very unhappy on Instagram about it. And I was like, you know what? This is where we have that thing where we have two values in conflict, right? We have this idea that as business people, we want to start with best practice. Let's, let's not be creative off the front end. But we just said, you know, all right, great. Can we take the model that everybody's played, their playbook, and then say, what would we do with that? Mm-hmm. And that was like a big moment for us. I mean, I think we transitioned and asked the question, and we ran into other people in the space that were asking the same questions. Like, you know what? This is starting to feel not good. Even if it's the thing that's most proven to work, let's, let's invent a new model for how we do this. And to fill in the context, I realized very early on that my one thing 
was we did a webinar where at the end of it, we gave people the opportunity to join Time Blocking Mastery. It was not converting, meaning that if people showed up, if we spent money on Facebook ads to get them to show up, it was not profitable. I scrapped the webinar and I literally invested over 200 hours personally rewriting this webinar. Yeah. We launch it. I mean, imagine investing that much time on, on a project. We launch it, we do the webinar, and it converts. Oh, yeah, you made like $28,000 in like in a matter hour. of hour. Yeah, in hours. Yeah. But that's when it finished and Jay and I look at each other and realize it's, it's broken because people come onto this training, they're not aware that we are going to give them an opportunity to do business with us at the end. The language around it was not correct and it just, it wasn't reflective of what the brand is. And to in that moment realize that here's something that literally just proved that it makes us money and to say, scrap it. And yeah, it's and a mind bender. Like, how can something work and still be broken? Right? Then you just have to pay attention. And I think that's why, you know, you always get back, I come back to the book. If you get clear about what your core values are, your standards are, then it gives you a really good compass for how you behave and how you conduct yourself. It, it puts guardrails out there for you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't prevent you from thinking outside the box, but it does tell you how you'll do that. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend, um, you've met him, and he says it another way. You know, there's standards and suggestions. Mm. And um, standards actually have consequences and suggestions don't. And as a manager, um, as something that I've, like, I notice about myself. Like, okay, there are the things that I immediately respond to. Like that, that webinar. Did, the money didn't matter to me. I was like, whoa, that's a value, that's a standard. And then there are things that you talk about wanting and doing mm-hmm. that are suggestions. So again, clarity Whoever has the most clarity, doesn't matter if you're talking about a business decision. And for those people who are, maybe you're an art teacher listening to this, you're like, will you please get off art? Or will you please talk about football or whatever? doesn't matter. If you're really clear about what matters to you and what your values are and whatever the endeavor is, those people win a lot more. Mm-hmm. I mean, whoever is clearest about what they wanted, they get to pick the movie on Netflix, right? You go there, what do you want to watch? Oh, I don't know. You know, those old debates, I used to be in a little video store, clarity matters. That's the people who win negotiations. That's the people who get what they want. And so getting clear about your values is a foundational idea that doesn't get a lot of talk. And so the the reason I share this with you is part of me documenting the journey of not only living the one thing, but also building our company. This was a crushing blow for me personally. It was emotionally very draining over the last year, but to now look up and realize what really matters. It matters that every single interaction you have with us, you feel special, you feel valued, and you get results. And that we build trust over the long run. That's why for this year, this this podcast is my one thing. That's why we are launching this, because I realize the one way that I can build trust with you is through a podcast. To consistently, every single week, be able to either be in front of you visually or in your ear while you are driving, working out, cooking, whatever you do. It's a way we can bring value and build the relationship. And that's why we're doing this, because we want to play that long game with you. It would be my hope, too, that as people hear your journey, they're connecting it to their own. Mm -hmm. You know, there's no reason to repeat other people's mistakes. And so I I appreciate the fact that you're being vulnerable and you're sharing not just the good news, but the bad news, right? Mm -hmm. This is what I did well. This is what I did not so well. Mm -hmm. But the point of that is to help people avoid those same mistakes. That's what it is always for me. So thank you for that. I would would just suggest it's, it's very easy whenever you're listening to this to look at whatever your goals are for the remainder of the year and to just get in the weeds. 
it's hard to pull back and say what actually matters for me from a legacy standpoint. What do I want people to remember me for and to make sure that those steps you take are actually marching you down a path to a destination that you're going to be happy with? Mm-hmm. And know that those values, they're not really your values unless they cost you something. There's going to be a time when you will be in conflict and it's hard to make the right choice, but it's easy at the same And we time. hear stuff like, do whatever it takes. Are you in it 100%? And you can be in it 100%. You can do whatever it takes. And, but you can do that with boundaries. Like, so that's like, there's a lot. That's why we have the lies in the book. Like my mind goes there and we can talk about that forever. But yeah, yeah. I'm with you. There's, there's a price um, attached with our values. And I also believe that there's a reward um, when we stick to them and we live them. Well, thank you for watching and listening, everyone. Next week, we are going to, or you're going to hear a conversation with one of you, with a woman who came to us when she was at a real tough point in her life. She knew she needed to make a change, and she's going to tell her story of how applying some of these principles not only transformed her health, but transformed her business as well. In the meantime, if you are not subscribed to the show yet, please go ahead and click subscribe either on your phone or computer um, as a way of saying thank you. When you subscribe, if you take a screenshot of that, email it to us at contest at the one thing.com. That's with the number one contest at the one thing.com. We'll send you a link back to get a free digital copy of the one thing. And please leave us a review. We I read every single one of these. They literally um, they keep me going. So thank you for all that, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs>